Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky. And I am Leah. And for this episode, we are joined by all of our podcast contributors. I believe this is the first time that we have had everybody on one episode together. I think so. So we're this just is gonna, a lot of chaos. It's a lot of chaos, <laughs> but we're super excited about this episode. So for this year, we decided that you guys should know what the top reads from all of our contributors are for 2022. You always listen to Lee and I, but it's really awesome because everybody that contributes to the podcast reads very diversely and, you know, has different niches and stuff that they like. And I just want to give everybody a chance to hear what kind of books they like and books that they think you all should be reading. Um, so we're just going to go through the lineup here and welcome everybody. So, hey, Jenny, welcome. Hi. Hello, Heather. Hello. Hi, Carolina. Hello. Hi, Rachel. Hey. Um, and Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. <laughs> I feel like, so I'm old. And I feel like the 70s romper room with her magnifying class. And I see Jenny and Rachel and Carolina. Um, anyway, that's just me. Uh, so let's, before we get into, so everybody in this episode is going to give you their top three books of the year. But we're also going to talk so about. get your TBRs ready. And let's just say you're welcome from the get-go. Right. Um, so on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we are wrapping up our year in reading with Contributor Edition. 2022 has a lot of great and amazing books, and our contributors have found some new favorite authors, and they're going to tell you about their year in reading and their top three books they read that were published between December of 2021 and November of 2022, which this is very hard because today I was working on my own list for Leah and I's episode. Why and were you messing with your list? I'm changing things. Cheese oh, and rice, Becky. I know. Why? Right? Because it's hard. It's not right, guys. It's hard to pick your top three, isn't it? Yeah, very Let's much. Your top three, very but hard. also like I'm just double checking really quick that it actually was this year because I thought I did that. Because <laughs> well, funny story. <laughs> I oh my gosh! So funny story. I was doing my list and I had it all set. It was ready to go. And I was double checking dates and I fucked up three of the months. Oh I, they gosh. were in the, the wrong month completely. I had to start from oh. scratch. It you was... will not be fired if your books were not published this year. Do not worry. Do not worry. <laughs> fired uh, for I'm sure. Fired. Yes. Fired. Fired. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm okay. very fine. It just feels like they were published. You forever. had a moment. You had a moment of panic. Was it still this year? Yes, it was. It feels like it was five years ago. So okay. let's talk yeah. about how your reading year was. Overall, just jump in, whoever, it doesn't matter. How was your reading year? Did you experience slumps? Was it just really great? You found so many new authors. You know, are you feeling any reader burnout? I know that jobs have changed for some of us and things are a little different. So tell us about your year in reading. I'll go. Go. Um, I had a really good year for most most of it. I didn't discover too many new authors, but last year I had a tough time with new to me authors. So this year my goal was to just kind of read what I know I'm going to like. And then I also discovered audiobooks in mm, May. I did too. Was an absolute game changer. My job got really busy and that was the only way I could read for a good chunk of this year. So I don't know what I was doing, not reading audiobooks before now, but I'm very, very happy that I discovered those this year. Um, audiobooks uh, are a game changer. Mm -hmm. We've been telling you, Rachel, for a long time. <laughs> oh, I know. I just, um, you know, I didn't listen. I should have listened sooner, but, you know, I did with, listen eventually. Well, and with the <laughs> right narrators, it changes the whole uh -huh. dynamics of the book. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your hobby just got more expensive. <laughs> it did. Oh, well, only $8 to add WhisperSync? Click. One click. Oh, Save. Carolina, what about you? What was your reading year like? Um, overall, it was good. I feel like I had a lot more ups and downs. Like, I would have, some, like, truly, like, spikes of really high highs and then just hit, like, 
bottom with some slumps. Um, so it was kind of like an emotional all over the board reading. Um, and then the more towards the last part of the year, um, because my work got super busy, just seasonally get super busy. Um, I did a lot of less, lot less arcs and did a lot more like mood reading, which has been so satisfying because I got to just binge read series, um, which I just always find joy and pleasure in that, you know, staying with the characters, staying in that world um, and not have not having to jump out for other commitments. So um, I feel like I'm ending on a positive, which is great. Like, you know, it's you can great. forgive those valleys. <laughs> you can. If you're, the last few reads are really solid. How was your reading year, Lindsay? I would like to say I believe that Lindsay's reading year was, hey, Lindsay, it's Becky. Could you please read this book? Yes, I'll read this book. Oh, my God. I love this book. Does that describe your reading year, Lindsay? <laughs> a lot of it, yeah. Um, I feel yeah. like I've done that to her like three times in the past two weeks. Like 50% of the books today are recommendations from Becky. Um and then I would say the other 50% are books that Leah and I have just like completely obsessed over. <laughs> it's true. Um, there's like no middle ground for me, but I will say this is really interesting because authors that I've absolutely loved in the past, like die hard fan, like going crazy kind of, I, I've just been kind of disappointed with them. So a lot of the authors that I've been reading have been new to me this year. Um, 90% of the books that I read this year were new to me author. So that was kind of really impressive, I think. And then, mm -hmm. so, you know, whatever is in there, it's also new to me genres. Like I've been reading a lot of paranormal lately or, um, like fantasy or even dark romance. And that's like, that's not something I used to do. I used to be very much like contemporary rom-com. So I've definitely branched out a lot this year. I was very surprised when I went back at all these books. <laughs> there isn't an eclectic like grouping for you. I've noticed that like when we've talked about books, like there's a wide variety. Um, things got really weird in like September. <laughs> <laughs> Which coming from Lindsay, you know, it must be really weird. Probably weird. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. What about um, you, yeah. Jenny? Monsters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of mafia. <laughs> so funny. What about you, Jenny? Um, I definitely like had the ups and downs like everyone else. I felt like over the summer I did not read as much as I had anticipated reading. Um, my children are a lot more work than I remember them being. <laughs> <laughs> so um and also I was taking on a lot of arcs and I felt like everyone was kind of crazy like over the summer like you would get an arc like three days before you like needed mm -hmm. to turn in a review and then like all of a sudden I had like 15 books that needed to be read in 15 days um so this fall I just like stopped signing up for arcs and like like Carolina said, like mo more mood reading and be much more happier with what I'm reading, which which makes it more enjoyable. Just like you're not yeah. focused on like what's wrong with the book, what's going well for this book. Like you can just read. Well, and you're not being forced to, I mean, I know you right. signed up for an arc, but when you get it with such a small timetable, which I do see a lot more authors giving shorter times, like then you're forced to read it, like whether you're ready for it or not. Yeah. Right. So especially like, and you get like, you get sick or your kids get sick or something mm -hmm. comes up and then like, you feel like rushed to like yes. read a book and not enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Heather? How was your reading year? Uh, it was very slumpy. I, it, a lot of ups and downs, I think. I was really anticipating I'd have a lot more time in the summer to read and I just kind of got into a rut and I just kind of went back and did some rereading. The fall was really um, school starting. It was just, I don't know. I feel like I haven't really um, kind of gotten back in the groove. I like everyone else here kind of stepped back from arcs um, just kind of to read what, you know, kind of 
whatever like popped up on my Kindle basically if I'm scrolling through Facebook and a group and I was like oh so I downloaded um and I think that that was super helpful for me that's where I found a lot of my top authors um I had a goal of reading 300 books and for the first time in a long time I did not make my goal so let's talk about that did anybody else meet or not meet what was what's your reading goal status so Heather, you did not meet your reading goal this year. No. Carolina, did you meet your reading goal for the year? I'm close to it. Um, my reading goal is 200 and I'm at 192. So, I mean, I have a little bit of reading due. It'll be close. It'll be, I'll close. be close to it. Jenny, did you meet your reading goal for the year? I didn't make one because it makes me anxious. Like, <laughs> That's fine. I, I feel like it's like gotta be due. Like, like you're back in school. Yes. So I did not make one. Rachel, did you meet your Goodreads reading goal? I did. Um, my goal was 365 and I'm at like 412. Okay. But Lindsay. I've read a lot of novellas. Um, but I've been told that they count. They count. They do count. And the best thing about a reading goal is it doesn't matter what someone else considers <laughs> reading. If yeah. someone else doesn't want to count novellas towards their goal, that's fine. You can mm -hmm. count them towards yours. Right. I count them and I count rereads. Yeah. I count rereads too. too. I don't count like the 30 page novellas because those like- Oh no. Yeah, yeah I don't but like if we're talking at least like over 70 pages, then I count it. Yeah. If I read and it's called a book and it has pages, I'm counting it. Yeah, if it is okay, a- then yeah. if if we're going by Becky's rules, I've surpassed my goal. Also, I, I will say, problem... Heather, I didn't count the really naughty, ridiculous books that we read. I don't put those oh, on my like Goodreads. The... No, I've had to stop the milky my ones. All them. Yeah, the, yeah. the yes, all the stupid milking ones. That oh my god <laughs> i what i have a hard time with is like going back like i'll listen to audiobooks and then i it i struggle to go back and tell good reads like oh i read this book do you know what i mean oh no. yeah pastly is always pissed off at future leah or future yeah. leah is always pissed off at past leah Lindsay, did you make your reading goal this year um i didn't set a reading goal uh I wanted to actually put all basically my one goal around reading was to actually write down all the books that I read this year so that they'll maybe eventually make it into good reading. Did you do that? Because I don't I, do that well. I did write them down, but I have a notebook for it now because I was just kind of like sloppy with it. So I only have the books from March. I lost my January through okay, early March. You can go back on your phone. And yeah. in insights. your insights and scroll all the way back and it'll show you every book you've read this year. Um, but I will say audiobooks. It doesn't do that. Oh, for it the doesn't audiobooks. do audiobooks. Mm. If you're part of Buzzing About Romance, we do have reading list cards that get yeah, mailed but you out. You have to remember to fill them out. Where were they right. in January to March? They well, they didn't hit That's people's true. They didn't exist until then. this fall. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So I eventually, like, I hope to find that list, but you know, as far as this year goes, I didn't really set any goals, but I will say I really exceeded my expectations this year. Um, in terms of how many books I read, I read just the books I had on my list. It was 173. Go you. That's a lot. That's probably 70 of those were like, Lindsay, read this book. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so does anybody have any new favorite authors that they discovered this year that you absolutely think we should give some shout outs to? I have one. Well, I have more than one, but um, I new to me author this year is Riley Hart, uh, MM romance author. But my favorite thing that she does in her newsletter, she recommends new on the scene authors in the LGBTQ plus community and then gives them a shout out. And so that is where I have found some really amazing authors. So I think that is one very cool thing she does. That is really neat. Anybody else have any new authors that they think we should shine a light on for this year? New I'm to you. Juliet Cross. Mm, Juliet Cross. I love her. I have like no chill about her at all. 
Um, Max Walker was new to me. I know he's been reviewed on the podcast before, but I read his entire backlist this year and I like am eagerly awaiting his next book. So Um, definitely if you like MM, um, he's a gay author writing gay romance and it's awesome. And his audiobooks are always so good. Yes, and so good. Greg Burgo mm-hmm. reads his audiobooks, and that guy is like magic in your ears. Magic. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, and Max Walker has like TikTok and Instagram, and he's adorable, and he has like pets, and he does a great job highlighting the dogs. They're so stinking cute. I know. Jenny, did you have any I new to you authors you were a love that you uh, want to give shout well, out? Well, like Sawyer Bennett was new for me this year so without you guys I probably wouldn't have picked her up I know Heather I know (laughs) okay she was new to me last year so um I just want to give a shout out to Swati MH she was new to me this year Natalie Kenya a proposal they can't refuse that book you know amazing so those were two new to me this year authors that I just adored and I think I made everybody read at least two of you had to read those books <laughs> so, right at least I think yes. a proposal we can't refuse I think summer reading challenge we had to do the buddy reads on Friday mm-hmm. and oh. she was like somebody read a proposal that can't refuse so we get bonus points <laughs> yep and then we all read it and it was amazing <laughs> so I found I actually ended up reading a lot of new authors this year um, two of my top three books are actually new to me authors, which is like a really pleasant surprise. Um, ah. Then some of the other ones were like Harry Elks, Lauren Rowe, um, Kaylee Ryan. And like after mm-hmm. reading them, I'm like, why did it take me so long to read these books? <laughs> that yeah, your list sounds like my this, list. That same conversation every day. <laughs> Well, and I just did it with Rachel, actually. She, like, has been pushing an author for over a year. Is like, Becky, read this author, read this author. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And I picked up a book, and I read it last night, and, like, I was laughing so hard. I, um, like, was shaking the bed and going to wake Mike Burrier up. So, I mean, and then I sit here and think, why did I wait so long? What is wrong with me? Also, Rachel is excited because she, she can glow. She can glow, so... I was like so nervous. I think that's, I mean, we're so lucky that we have like this romance community where there are so many amazing authors that we literally just don't have time to read. Mm -hmm. I mean, like that's a pretty great problem to have, right? It It is. is. Well, and it's great because these are actually all of these authors were referred by either the contributors that are on here or the community. Um, So it's, you know, it's great to say like, Hey, I'm looking for this, and like our Discord people is just can give flooded with list. recommendations. Mm-hmm. Like, try this person or this person or this book or this book or this book, and you're almost like, okay, I need to narrow this down even more. Right? Yeah. Don't ask for book recs in Discord unless you have like a pencil and paper and are prepared, because... or you need something very, very, very specific. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they come at you and you're like, whoa, okay, <laughs> sixteen new books I'm gonna read. <laughs> But it's great because it gives you a place to start versus like randoming. Sometimes it's like you do a general Google search and you get the list from Amazon or mm, Goodreads right? and it can be overwhelming. So I will yeah. take this book list of 16 books over the hundreds that you get on those. Um, because also if the community is recommending it, you know, like that just bumps it up because then um, there's people yes. I trust. Sometimes um, when Goodreads tells me a book is good, it I don't trust that. Right. But if seven people in the community say this is a book you need to read, I'm going to read it. I think, I think she makes a really good point about our community because like the recommendations you get in our community, because like once you spend any amount of time with us in the discord, people learn your tastes and then the book recommendations you get are so spot on whatever you're looking for in the moment. Um, which is like also why I always read whatever Becky's telling me to read. <laughs> because if she's telling me to read it, it's usually like a very, almost every single book she recommended for me this year um, because of how well she knows what I like to read has been like a five-star read. 
Well, it's funny because Jen Ellen posted today in the Discord, she read um, His Holiday Treat by Sarah Bale and Becky and I were raving <laughs> about that book and how much we loved it. She's like, I just need to listen to Becky and Leah all the time. They don't steer <laughs> me wrong, which we might miss every once in a while. I was going to say, we still miss because, yeah. you know, we... I've picked up a book and said, oh, let's read this. It's got good ratings. It sounds really right yeah, up but our it, alley. But that's a case and then we're where like, like, we've picked it up and like we talk about it and then we start to read it. So it's like, and then we're like, don't read this. It was terrible. And then there's a yeah. conversation between Carolina. I think Carolina, I think more than half of our quick shots this year started off as different titles. Yes, I would agree. I think and it was I, more I, than I think half. It, I think it was more than half, actually. It would be interesting to go back and look at the list because I could probably say, nope, this changed, this changed. Like mm -hmm. once, once that was, I just, I felt like especially, there was a season where it was like every single time we picked a book, it was. I feel like it's more like somebody started split it there. Like one of us started it and the other one was like, like or it was like, nope, we need to find something else. This yeah. is just not. Not working. Not working. And Jenny, you and I had a similar issue this year too. Yes. We would start a book and we'd be like, okay, we're going to read this. And then it's like, oh, don't do it. Don't, don't, you're going to be mad. Don't read yes, it. Cause yeah, I read one and so I was funny. like, oh, if, if Becky reads this, she's going to be pissed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So before we get to top threes, let's answer the rest of these questions. Do you have a bookish resolution for 20? 23 for example maybe you're someone who doesn't read blurbs and your new year bookish <laughs> resolution in 2023 is going to be i'm going to try to read blurbs i'm not because that takes away the fun of my life um, well, but also <laughs> i like to yell at you about it well it, it i have it takes decided away the fun of my life too there is more fun for me not reading blurbs because it totally drives rachel <laughs> insane so I just have to keep Insane. doing it. <laughs> Sometimes I force read her blurbs on our FaceTime calls. She they does. don't always oh, match. They don't always match. And that makes me very grumpy as well. But there are times where Becky and I will be talking about a book and she's like, oh, what is this? I'm like, I will just read the blurb and I just start reading it to her. And she just has to sit through it. Don't because if not, she just. Takes away all the fun. Funny. Anyway, does anybody have a bookish resolution for 2023? Um, I want to get better at reels. And so I'm asking my young friend, Rachel, you keep meaning to do it, but oh. I suck at them. I like, yeah, suck at them. So I'm going to try and get better. That's fair. Carolina, any bookish resolution? Um, yeah, I've had to be on a hiatus from Instagram for a little bit because of work and life and all of that. Like I pop in and just connect with people, but haven't been posting a whole lot. So, and I miss it. Um, so I'm um, get back, get back on the gram. Get yeah. My gram. Instagram game has been weak. I think year. all of us. Weak. Jenny, what's your bookish resolution? Do you have one? Um, probably to keep better track of things like what categories they fall into. Bookshelves. Actually, yeah. Making more than I, I still only have like three shelves, like red <clears throat> reading to be read. How do you function? <laughs> How do you function? Uh, Rachel, do you have a bookish resolution? I would also like to keep better track. I don't know that I'm going to make it a resolution. I really don't think it'll ever happen. Um, I just don't I mean, see it happening. That's like a fair. stretch. That's a stretch goal for me. That would be great if I could do that. Um, I want to be more comfortable in not reading full series if they don't need to be read. I just force myself to read a series of 14 novellas because it's a series, you know? And some of them were like not good at all. Join the dark and side. It was, like, very awful. Read chaotic. novella series. I won't read like all of them. Well, like I pick and choose had, on those. They all had a same tie-in, so I was like, oh well, I would like to read all of these. And some of them were new to me authors, and it was just it was a mistake. Uh huh. It was a mistake, and I would like to just be better about you know. Join so the no. dark side. Read chaotic. Look at re like if someone i trust reviews it as a two star like you know trust that person and maybe don't read it maybe, maybe don't Lindsay, what's your bookish resolution for 2023 um i actually want to update goodreads but like 
I was talking about this with you the other day that I want to create like, you know, that new TikTok trend where the authors create the book review or like they summarize the book and then they don't necessarily tell you what the book is. I want to do that with bad book reviews. Like <laughs> there are some books that I've just been like so mad I read this year and I don't want to like publicly shame anyone, but I think that would be like a really funny, funny thing to do. You should do that. You can do that. And it would be like, I mean, nobody outside. puts the fucking title of a book on there anyway. So um, yeah. I get a little ragey about that one. Y you do. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's appropriate for that format. With it, is. it is. It's yeah. like the perfect. So I would like to do that. I don't know that it'll happen. I don't think Goodreads will happen either. <laughs> I will different. say the trick to starting to track on Goodreads is don't go backwards. Just start now and go yeah. forward. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that I've found helpful for me is that when I'm in Goodreads saying I've completed a book is the same time I go and put it in sh shelves. Like, yeah, just I do, do that right like away. When I do my review, I drop it on my shelves. No, like I'm not even doing like I'm doing the the rating, not even like the written review. Like I'm doing oh, the see, rating. If I do that, I won't go back and do the review. And I have to do it all at the same time. Like I need time to write the review, but like I do the rating and the shelves all at the same time. And that, so even if it's a book like that, I don't have to do a review for, like I'm not committed to do a review. I at least have that done mm -hmm. while it's still fresh. Yeah. I think that makes a difference. Um, are you going to set a reading goal in 2023? And what is your number? Jenny? Nope. Jenny's a no. Rachel, reading goal. What is your number? Oh yeah, I'll set one. Um, Probably 365 again. Probably 365. Carolina, reading goal? Um, I'm going to do 200 again. Keep it. It felt like it was a good pace this year. And, yeah. and I, I don't want to overcommit myself. Heather, so. you? I will. And I'll probably do like 250. That seems like a more reasonable number. number. Lindsay, what about you? Um, Maybe 100. Maybe. <laughs> we'll just see how it goes. What's well, just... okay to start small. It's okay. Um, is there, does anybody have one title that they're waiting for in 2023 that you are the most excited for? Is there like a book that you are desperate for and it comes out in 2023 that should be on everybody's radar? Rachel is like shaking with excitement to tell us the she title. Is. Um, Jasper Vale by Devney Perry comes out in January and I cannot wait. I'm obsessed with the Eden series. One of the books is in my top three. Oh. We'll see which one. Wonder but, which one. Um, I'm super excited for it. Okay. I'm super excited. Does anybody uh, else? Becky asked me that today. She goes, what are you excited? Like, what have you pre-ordered? And I was like, I don't know. It's like a little <laughs> surprise to my future self. I don't want to know. Baker uh, comes out in 2023. I will say, Ken, mm -hmm. uh, my top read the next book comes out in january oh so that is coming anybody else have a title they can't wait for in 2023 i have two they're both series completers like what, what you got um one is not as planned by harlow james that comes out in january and the other one is every shade of winter by carrie elks from her winterville series like I just like not just, but a few weeks ago, I like caught up that in that series, and I need North's story like yep. right now. March is too far away. Same, same friend. That damn Winterville. Mm. Um, Lindsay, do you have a title? Yes, I want to read Grim and Barrett by Juliet Cross. Oh yeah, I'm dying for that book. And I will tell you, when I found out that it was not coming out until May, I was so confused because she had like. She had, um, one came out, I think it was like at the beginning of September. And then the next one came out at the end of October on Halloween. And they were so quick together. And when I look, I looked like 10 times to verify for my sanity mm -hmm. that it was really May. I was like, this is going to be a joke. And I like every now and then I'm like, it's really May. And it's really May. It's really May. And it's perfect timing. It'll be great. Um, but it's a long I, time like, to wait though. I don't know. I've been reading all of her backlist. Like I've just been. I think I've been like crazy about her since July. Oh my God. It's the <laughs> sex nachos, isn't it? It's the sex nachos. 
I don't know. Yeah, it was the sex nachos, but then we read Bright Like Wildfire. I don't know. But mm, I really yeah. love this story. It got me back into paranormal romance, which is what initially got me into romance. So I'm really excited for it. Uh, what about you, Jenny? Anything you are excited and can't wait for? Not like any. Real Lewis still has not released a new king. Oh my gosh. I know. I. I, I hope it comes out in 2020. I, I have, I understand. I like it she will. is. Yes. I understand. She's had a lot of hard things happen. Mm-hmm. I just need that book like two <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Um, Agreed. One that's on my radar. And I do want to preface this with saying that we are aware that Harper Collins union is on strike right now and we are not reviewing their books, but we are asking you to support the authors that happen to write under Harper Collins imprints. But one book that I am desperate for in 2023 is full moon over freedom, which is the follow-up book two in after hours on Milagro street. I fell in love with that family and that series and that book. And I really would like the next book. So Anyway, hopefully HarperCollins can get their heads out of their asses and uh, get a deal so I can have my book. Anyway. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. Um, Okay, people. Let's hear top threes. We're just going to go around the room. You can give us one. Tell us briefly something dynamic about the book and why people should be picking it up. And um, we'll just start with Lindsay. Lindsay, you can either start at your book three. We're going to like round table yeah we're gonna round round, just do one start with the third and then save your top read for the last one okay so what comes in at number three for you um a proposal that can't refuse by natalie kent oh my gosh that book it's i bet i've got two of yours on my list it's the grandpa's it's the grandpa's it is the grandpa's (laughs) (laughs) um heather what you got uh, my first one is Callum by uh, Cal- uh, Callum by Cal O'Reilly. It is uh, Mafia. It's an interconnected series. Um, he's a Mafia boss in Chicago. Um, she's kind of like a free spirit. Um, she describes herself as witchy. So she like purifies his house. And um, at one point she put candles by his front door so she could purify the people walking through hilarious not sure how you purify mob but okay um (laughs) carolina number three coming in at third place um coming in third place is now's the time by harlow james um it's book three in the ladies who brunch series and it's up penelope who's the pr rep um the ball buster in the series like the go-to girl like to support all um, the women in their group and Maddox, the pro football player. I have to say the chemistry is fire from the beginning. They both have power, strength, confidence, but they both dealt with something in the past. So it makes their story like that much deeper. Excellent. Okay. Rachel book coming in at third place for you. So I did not rank these. It was That's very okay. hard for me to even pick three. She's been complaining Just all day that I made her pick three. that. I'm like, I don't know how you did this to me. So we, <laughs> ha- we only had on a certain time. Is Always Mine by Laura Pavlov. It's the first book in the Honey Mountain series. Small town, friends to lovers, firefighter hero, all the things I love. It's wonderful. Okay. Uh, Jenny coming in third or at random, whatever. Third is uh, Forest Between Us by Allie Winters. Um, it has the most unique like Vegas wedding like start that I've ever read. And you get a like a fall in love with this small town with the female main character. Excellent. I love a Vegas wedding. Me too. Um, okay, Lindsay, back to you coming in in second place. After Hours on Milagro Street by Angelina M. Lopez that book (laughs) it was so good so we did quick shots on this one as well and i just i love the story i love the heroine um she's just like so fierce and yet has such a big heart and 
she was a really unique heroine that we don't always see but like the opening scene of that book I will never get over it like when when she thinks he's a ghost and <laughs> yeah they have sex it's, like it's, on page two yeah they do but like that opening scene where she thinks he's a ghost and they're not really sure and about like what's really happening it's just hysterical it's the best start to a book I've read in a very long time yeah. so I'm obsessed with that one <laughs> Heather what comes in at number two for you um, well, I also didn't rank mine, so just so you know. Um, number two is Hades by Anna Hackett. It is a security firm, CIA analysts, or some mafia time uh, ties. Wrong place, wrong time. Super dysfunctional. He's kind of like a playboy, and she's kind of like a, I don't know, she kind of describes herself as plain Jane. And um, it's Gabby and Mateo, also known as Hades. And one of my favorite lines that he says to her is, Bella, beauty isn't one thing. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a smooth talker. Uh, he is. Mateo. Mm -hmm. Carolina, yeah. what comes in at second place or number two? <laughs> number two, um, a proposal they can't refuse by Natalie Kenya. <laughs> Um, a new to me author, in addition to the grandfathers, I will say um, the main characters, Camila and Liam, and actually all the characters exude so much passion. Um, and especially for Camila and Liam in their individual careers of what they do with food and whiskey, like it just seeps off the pages and then also for each other. Um, and I also want to say that it, it addresses social issues too of gentrification of their neighborhood in in just a realistic and um great way like i love that it's book. just a fabulous and listen to the audiobook yes the audio narration i listened to the audiobook highly recommend 15 out of 10 listen yeah. do it so good um okay rachel not in any particular order but the second book you're going to share with us <laughs> because i hey. mean jennifer hill by Devney perry yeah. Book two in the Eden series. All I have to say about this is Knox Eden. Oh my God. That's enough. I love him. That. Mm. I'm, I'm waiting him. until the last book comes out and I'm going to binge it's, the crap out of it's that small series. Town, small town single mom. It's in it's KU wonderful. now. That series is in, in KU, KU now. And honestly, Indigo Ridge was phenomenal and Juniper Hill is amazing. I didn't read Garnet Flats. I but love I... Garnet Flats. There are things that bother I me, but we won't talk about that. Uh, Jenny, coming in at second place. Uh, Bittersweetheart by uh, Helena Hunting. Um, it's the second book in the Lies, Hearts, and Truth series. And it's just like the best second gen series I've ever read. Like, I love seeing the adult parents that you've loved from other series actually be great parents. Um, and there's a lot of emotion and tough things dealt with very well. Yeah. Yep. This is also an age gap. She's older than him. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, so good. And she's also very his good. professor. Hmm. They meet before they know that. A little bit of a so sticky wicket. Creepy. Sticky wicket. Um, Lindsay. Coming in at number one for you is. I was really upset. I couldn't just pick Juliet Cross for all my books. I'm going to say Resting Witch Face by her because uh, I was an English major. I read all the classics. The only one that I even remotely liked was Great Gatsby. Assuming, mm. you know, like mm -hmm. I hate all, all of them. All of them except Great Gatsby, which I <laughs> I like. And there's like this element to Resting Witch Face where all the things that break your heart in Great Gatsby are like righted with those two characters and like the emotional depth that I felt in response to reading that story. I haven't felt that way since like I was a teenager reading Harry Potter. Okay. Um mm. like I I, I love books book. as an adult, but like to connect with a book like that something that I haven't experienced in like <laughs> almost 20 years. Um, it was just really powerful. And we have just, it, I keep reading more of her books and I just love her so much. I think that's great. And I mean, we, you can have Juliet Cross as your top author read for the whole year, because I know yeah. that you really connected 
with her as an author and the stories she tells. It broke my heart to not pick sex nachos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. It's okay. We've talked about them enough. They were and we brought them up on here multiple times. We still have the smarty pants episode in the works, so we can talk all about the sex nachos then. Heather, what is leading the top of your list in no particular order because I'm mean and I made you only pick three? Um, So it is called Fool Heart and it is by Emmy Sanders. It is actually her debut author or debut book. It is in the Plum Valley Cowboy series. So it's an MM romance, small town, friends to lovers, ranch, rancher cowboy by or Ace Awakening, a single parent. And it is so emotional. So you follow Wyatt and um, Easton through their childhood and into adulthood. I was going through, I read it this summer. So I was going back through it last night and I was sobbing. I woke up and there were tear stains in my glasses. Um, And so just my favorite quote from the whole book. um, The moment I stepped back inside this house and brushed past my friend, it felt like a piece of myself had been untethered, snapped back into place. Like every, my very Adam recognized Easton's and settled back into my skin and bones. It doesn't matter that it means something more to me. Easton is my soulmate. You guys, this book is so beautiful. And I, I can't recommend it enough. And you will cry and then she will put your heart back together. And she does it over and over in this whole series. And it's in KU. So, um, Carolina, what's your top read? or number one book, whatever, last Um, book. This one was also a new to me author from Spotty MH, A Beautiful Chaos. Um, I was just blown away by this book. Um, Jenna is Indian American. Um, Waylon is Mexican American. They both deal, like both of their parents are immigrants. And so they're dealing with some family issues, family expectations. Um, but their cultures were written into the story so naturally and organically like this you know this isn't like somebody trying to write this this is somebody who knows this Um, and there's also like a little feel of like a love letter to San Francisco because Jenna becomes a tour guide for San Francisco Um, her first tour is hilarious because she um, accidentally takes some edible mints and she yeah it's the whole um, the whole fruity pebbles in that book fruity pebbles her like obsession with fruity pebbles that don't make just one appearance like you didn't she didn't give a character like an obsession that shows up once it comes if this is the one where she smells them and the fruity pebbles make her like and she has a whole thing with nature documentaries you guys yes like it's so good and she also just like one of my favorite quotes that I pulled is she says to Waylon somehow I'm always tripping or falling around you because she's just accident prone um, and then his Im- internal monologue is me too little bird you just can't see it they just have it's like childhood friends to one night stand to fake relationship like second chance kind of element it's so good Swati is one of those authors that if you haven't read her, she is one that I wish everybody would sit down read and it. just read one read book it. of hers. I made Rachel read one of her books. I made Carolina read one of her books. And I made Lindsay read one of her books this year. And all different titles, actually. <laughs> yeah. And they were just so dynamic. And um, I was just talking about her today on TikTok with Tish because she just read one of her books and it was just so good um okay Rachel coming in at the top of your list but not really at the top because it's just a list of three (laughs) Heartless by Elsie Silver it's the second book in the Chestnut Springs series it's opposites attract like grumpy sunshine single dad it has one of the best meet cutes I read this year. It was hilarious. It's in Kindle Unlimited. And it's just a great small town romance. It's excellent. Yeah. It's on my Kindle. I need to read that one. Okay, Jenny, coming in at number one for you. In a Jam by Kate Canterbury. Such a good book. It is. And I don't push books very often. And I was pushing this one before I even finished it. Um, 
and it's 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 a chunky book but like she just puts all the elements together like she it, brings everything together so well in that moment you're reading it it doesn't feel chunky though no but if you like a potty mouth child then this book is for you it's bernie sanders the dog that wins the book yes. it's bernie yes. sanders the dog those bastard chickens she talks like a pirate she is six it's great um Okay. Thank you, everybody, for giving me your top three reads. And uh, listeners, you'll be able to find the full list of recs on our website, on our on-the-shelf show notes. So make sure you go over there and check those all out. Um, At the beginning of December, we asked the community to nominate their favorite romance read of 2022. 40 books were nominated, and we had over 3,000 people vote. So... The top five were only separated by a few votes, Uh, but we did. So after the general public voted, I took the top five and I put them to our Patreon and I asked our Patreon, what book, you know, do you feel like represents the community the most and is the best for the year? And the winner of our top community read. So the Buzzing About Romance 2022 community read is no she's dragging it out finding carly by susan stoker which is fitting because we had susan stoker on the podcast in january Mm -hmm. and it was by far our most successful and downloaded episode of 2022 so by leaps and bounds we now call it the susan stoker effect we do Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because, like, she was this huge number of downloads and people really came to listen. We picked up new listeners like Amanda and Danielle and Mm -hmm. even Merritt. They all found us through Susan. And because of that, like, the next four or five episodes afterwards just all had great numbers because people stuck around Mm -hmm. and listened. So um, it's fitting that Finding Carly is our our top community read. Okay. Makes me happy. My, me and my secret society. You and the secret <laughs> suspense society of buzzing about romance. Um, okay. You can find a list of all of our upcoming dates, including book club, happy hours, plot a book, and reading challenges at bookcaseandcoffee.com. And we would like to take a moment as this episode is dropping on December 25th to give a huge shout out and a huge thank you to all of our Patreon members in 2022 you guys kept the podcast going you kept us engaged there are several times this year that i was ready to give up and walk away and just knowing that we had you and your community support really just kept us kept us in it kept us reading and searching for our next five-star read so if you'd like to find details out how to join us on patreon you can join us you can find out at patreon.com bookcase in coffee and clear the tbr is wrapping up um all entries are due on the website by december 31st so you have just under a week to do that you can find details on how to enter the website enter on the website um and we have some buzzing swag along with money to one of our favorite bookish retailers up for grabs just go to bookcasingcoffee.com and you can find all the information there yeah so um, thank you to all of you contributors. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. It's been a fun year, guys. It's been a so great fun. year. A little chaotic. <laughs> fun. I would like to say that I did notice on quite a few of these lists, there were books that I've been kind of pushing on people. So it makes me feel like a little bit of a power. So I'm probably going to be on a power trip for a couple days. Oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> more, more books coming into your text messages watch yeah you we're gonna up the ante in 2023 the challenge is can all three of the books on our list next year be recommended by becky um okay let's start with december and everybody go read (laughs) sexting no that didn't come out this month no um his holiday treat holiday treat by sarah it's a novella is it a novella it's a novella. novella yeah yeah it's delightful 
You Who won't be disappointed. Sarah Bale. Yeah. Sarah with an H. Oh, B-A-L-E. Carolina, it's right up your alley because it's a holiday baking competition with Ooh, quirky, salt. fun clothes. Oh, yeah. Age care. It's in Kindle Unlimited. Okay, it's so delightful. I should say the reason this title ended up on my radar, it's funny because everyone's like, oh, if Becky reads it, if she tells us to read it, I read it. So honestly, like this book by Sarah Bale that I keep telling everyone to read, it showed up on my radar because Heather shared mm-hmm. the cover with me. And I was like, hot damn, that's my kind of cover because it's a cute um, illustrated Christmas illustrated. cover. Super cute. Mm-hmm. And then I and emailed. It's an age gap. And it's an age and gap. And she's curvy. I like yeah. her curves. She is. And Sarah does a great job like, with the real bodied. Bra- a real woman right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. I like. I emailed the author and I was like, hey, would you mind providing us with two advanced copies? And Lee and I got to read it. So, you know, you guys, if you're listening to this episode and you're like, well, Becky, I have books I think you should read. Send them to me. Then send them. Message us. Email us. Slide into our DMs because we want to know the books you think we should be reading that we haven't read yet. Because Mm -hmm. I do listen. It sometimes takes me a year. Right, Rachel? Yes. <laughs> but because. I do listen. We'll see if I can get you to read some more. Right? We'll see maybe how that next, goes in twenty twenty three. Maybe that'll be our twenty twenty three resolution. I will read the books Rachel tells me to read. I've been begging for a whole month of mafia for like how many years? Hey, and we've, so we've been read we've been uh, reading some. We have Becky's read some. Like, yeah, I'll read my all the mafia books I've recommended. She's like, oh, let's try this one. So now She's got me and Justin hooked on this book we're reading for next month. Justin's like, don't listen to that book without me. <laughs> you're welcome. But actually that wreck came from Leah. So you're welcome. Wait, which ones are they? Uh, Rise of the King. And then I read oh, that. The Bella Matthews taken one. And then Michelle, by a Michelle Heard, the Sinner series. Hot damn that book. You it's guys. really good. Anyway. Heather, I'll send you all the emails. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you so much to the contributors. Thank you to you, the listeners. Everybody enjoy your last few days of 2022. And we look forward to tons more book recs and romance book fun in 2023. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 